Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, it's Allie for the Hollywood Life podcast. And we are here with another wonderful week that is filled with an amazing guest conversation at the end of this podcast. After Bonnie and I jump into the news from this week, there's a lot to talk about. Um, So Bonnie, I will introduce you now. Hi, Bonnie. Hey, it, um, it was a great night last night with the SAG Awards. That's the Screen Actors Guild. There was a big showing of Hollywood stars and a lot of kind of very interesting, fun things happened there. I thought it was the most fun SAG Awards in years. I always love the SAG Awards because I do think that it's such an honor for these actors to be honored by their peers. I think that there's probably nothing more rewarding than that. Um, and people who just appreciate art and appreciate the work that they do because they do it themselves. I think that that's a really empowering evening. And I really love in the beginning of the show when they introduce everybody and it's like, you know, they sit there and they say, I'm, you know, they kind of go through a little pros about themselves. And then they say, I'm so-and-so and I'm an actor. And it goes to the next one. I think you get to really learn about people's personalities through that. So I always love watching as well. Yeah. And I really, I thought it was adorable. The sketch that Selena did with her co-stars from Murders in the Building with Steve Martin sitting there playing his banjo and (laughs) then uh, Martin Short coming in and kind of, they were dissing each other. And Steve said, I don't want to be your friend anymore. You're pretend. And Martin was like, you mean our pretend, your pretend friend. And they were really playing off um, the plot of the Banshees of, oh, I'm never going to pronounce it right. Isherin? Isherin? Isherin. Isherin. Yes. Where, uh, and Steve threatening to cut off all his fingers. (laughs) (laughs) which was not funny in the movie itself (laughs) oh my gosh that they are such a great ensemble cast um they were nominated last night um for outstanding performance by an ensemble in a comedy series um but I actually I don't think Selena was actually there at the show last night um but it was such a funny sketch I'm so excited for the next season to come out and Meryl Streep is gonna be in it I know. I just love it. But I think they've just been filming. So we're not going to see it for a while. But, you know, they as part of their joking. You know, she reminded them, hey, guys, because you're both up for this award and you're in you're in the same show, you're probably not going to win. And she was right. Yeah. Yeah. Not very smart because they just split the votes. It's not smart. They got to choose one. They got to put like Martin up for one award, then Steve Martin up for another award, you know, like switch off award shows, I think would be the best bet for them. Yeah. It's always Um, a problem when you have two, two actors in the same category for the same film or TV show. 
but there was a really bittersweet moment, I thought, when um, Christina Applegate made an appearance with her daughter, Sadie, who's 12 years old, and Christina was there with on with Kane. And of course, she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, she made it clear that this is probably her last award show um, because of the physical uh, impediments, like the, the pain that she's suffering that make it really hard for her to go out. And it's just so sad, you know, she's, I mean, for any person to get MS and to be suffering this way. It's awful. It's something that uh, I know I have, I have a few friends that have suffered from it or suffer with it. And uh, it's such a terrible disease. You know, we know Selma Blair yes. um, is very open about her uh, struggle with MS. And so it really was great to see Christina kind of fight through that. And, and she's in dead to me um, and has been very open just about her uh, battle these last few years um, and how it's changed her body. And it's very, very sad, but good to see her there and with her daughter's support. Um, and another red carpet moment that I really loved at, was Lisa Ann Walter and Elaine Hendricks, who we I love knew you were going to bring together. that up. We love Elaine listen. Hendricks here in Hollywood Life. And oh my gosh, the parent trap reunion I've been waiting for. Well, I mean, come on, you're a ginger. Yeah, <laughs> you I have love, to have loved the parent trap with Lindsay oh Lohan. Gosh. I thought I was their missing triplet. I was like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but Jesse and Meredith back together. They definitely hated each other in the movie, but they love each other in real life. I know. And it was so cute because Elaine, who was Lisa Walter's date, date, like literally dressed in a tux as her yeah. date. And Lisa looked very glam in this gorgeous gown. And, you know, fans of uh, Parent Trap love to see Lisa on her show wearing her her kind of signature denim shirt from the parent mm -hmm. trap. Yep, yep. It was such an awesome moment. Um, and beyond that, just lots of winners last night. Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, the beloved Jennifer Coolidge gave a wonderful emotional speech. White Lotus Stars won that last night. Um, and so it was a really great night and just lead into the Oscars that's in about two weeks. So I guess we'll have to see what happens there. Yeah, and I've just got to also call out how incredible Zendaya looked. Like she's become, oh my gosh. I mean, aside from the fact that she's just such an, a talented actress mm -hmm. and also, you know, so committed to her activism, um, yeah. you know, in support of um, equal rights. And, you know, she just looked so stunning in her pink, like this pink gorgeous gown yeah. and she changed too she had like an yes. outfit she, she, I was like oh my gosh like you're so cool I love <laughs> her I love when she shows up for events because you never know because she's so busy so a lot of times she'll be like you know she couldn't go to Met Gala because she was filming and stuff like that and so she's really missed at those events where it's like a fashion board moment but she always delivers you know, and she really had such an incredible style moment um, this whole weekend because she was also honored by the NAACP, again, you know, for her, her work and her activism and on behalf of, of equality and diversity and um, her 
now admitted boyfriend, Tom Holland, showed his love by putting a bunch of emojis, heart emojis, on a picture that she posted of herself from that event. So sweet. I love them. I know. She's just such a role model, like in every way. He is. And there was another sweet Spider-Man reunion moment last night as well between Andrew Garfield and Sally Fields. He presented oh, yeah. her um, with the Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, and it was so, so beautiful. They were both in Spider-Man together. Uh, Sally Fields played uh, Aunt May, who was uh, Spider-Man's aunt and, and when Andrew was Spider-Man. Uh, so that was another really beautiful, emotional moment from last night. Um but spidey news lots of spidey news we wanted to move on uh to paris hilton who welcomed a baby boy via surrogate uh, and on her podcast this is paris she's been opening up about motherhood she also has been opening up about her keeping this major news a secret from not only like fans of course but her mom and her sister actually didn't know that the baby was born until a week after he had been born yeah. And that is kind of incredible because I just don't even know how you manage. Like when your mom knows that you're expecting a baby, that you kind of hold her at bay for a whole week after the baby is born. I mean, that's really tough because moms can be extremely inquisitive about these things, of course. And they're very close. Like this is a yeah. very close family we're talking about. I, it'd be like Chris Jenner not knowing that Kim surrogate gave birth. Like it's a lot. It's crazy. Like, what do you tell your, do you not talk to your mom for a full week? Yeah. Just or do lie, you like, do you lie just, like that? Yeah. Or you just keep saying, oh no, no news, no news. Surrogate still expecting. Yeah. She's a little bit late, but you know, no news yet. That'd be really oh, hard. It would be really hard. But on her podcast, she said that she has never had, and, and I get this when she said this, she's never had anything to herself. Everything has been kind of invaded by public interest or media and she was nervous like that some family member maybe hers maybe carter's somebody was going to leak something to the press and she really wanted her own moment for a second for in her words like once in her life um so she wanted it she said it was just i've never had really anything to, that was just mine so yeah. she wanted to keep it to herself which well, good for her She's been in the public eye since um, her twenties, and she, and and she said she just wanted this time as private family time for herself and Carter and baby Phoenix, and you know to enjoy. And she is forty two. She waited a long time to find the right man. I mean, how many times was she engaged? I think before Carter, maybe three. Oh yeah, in yeah. her. Uh podcast she said that she actually thought that she was like asexual she was like any type of like relationships and like sexual experience scared the crap out of me like she did not she reject completely rejected it and we do know now that that's definitely because she had a lot of trauma in her childhood a lot when a lot a lot yeah. of trauma. so I don't blame her for for feeling that way yeah. no I think it it makes it much like it makes it totally understandable and I think it's very brave. Like she opened up both in her podcast and then in an interview with Glamour as well about yeah. sexual abuse and rape that she mm -hmm. suffered, um, sexual abuse as a teenager and like by a teacher who was 
really flirting with her and kind of making moves on her. Now he did not physically attack her, but he, he terrified her and shamed yeah, her of course. because she was 15 years old and she had a teacher coming on to her. Mm-hmm. And then um, I believe it was like her very early twenties that she went to a party or maybe she was 18. She went to a party and she is convinced that she was given a roofie and a, and a drink mm-hmm. and woke up um you know with this guy and she had memories sort of vague memories of him being on top of her and telling her you know not to worry and um and she was raped I mean that is horrendous Mm -hmm. and not being able to talk about it and yeah she recently also opened up about being followed by Harvey Weinstein yeah has had some really traumatic, not to mention, like we haven't even got into like her being sent to the camp that she was sent to, that she's been really active of fighting against um, these. Right, the, these the school teams. in Utah, yeah, the boarding yeah. school in Utah that she was sent to for when she was 16 by her parents mm-hmm. um, who didn't realize how abusive the school was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, in her podcast, she's, and, and in the Glamour interview, she's opened up about a lot of this. She also opened up about having embryos still, and she's trying for IVF, uh, and they're trying for a girl and they still want more kids. And I think she said she had about 20 frozen embryos. So that's amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, she said she's done IVF over the years. Like, I, I guess it can't be that many years. Cause she's just been with Carter probably for three years, maybe four that they've done seven rounds of IVF in order to get the embryos, but all 20 are male, which is oh, yeah, that's really unusual. Yeah, very unusual. I mean, sometimes there's some sort of like genetic thing where like, I know I have a friend that can like only carry girls. Huh. That, so maybe there's something with that, but um, we're obviously very happy for her and happy that she is happy and enjoying this time with her son, Phoenix. I love that name. I love that yeah. she said she's looking up things that would go with Paris and London, <laughs> like looking for cities. Um, and I just thought that that was really cute and funny. Well, what I what I think also was sort of interesting, and I've heard her address this before in interviews, is the idea that because she's beautiful, because she's blonde, and because she's kind of had this image that mm-hmm. she's a dumb blonde, and she is in fact anything but dumb oh she is not dumb. no she's a very very smart businesswoman yes she is very smart um and we've seen that over the years I think I think she's had this great resurgence as like who she really is yes Uh, and I'm just so happy for her me too well and then to our final story today that we have to talk about because it's it's blowing up all over the internet and um I want your thoughts on it Bonnie so there's this drama going on between Selena Gomez, Kylie Jenner, and Hailey Bieber. Pretty much last week, Selena posted a picture or like video of herself on a TikTok story that was like, I overlaminated my eyebrows and her eyebrows were like sticking up and they looked kind of crazy. Then like an hour later, Kylie posted this picture, like a selfie that was that was kind of like close up of her eyebrows, but also just her face and was like, this was on accident with a bunch of question marks. And then shortly after that, she posted a FaceTime like screenshot of her and Hailey Bieber talking. And it was also kind of a close up of their eyebrows. 
which I thought was like a little weird. The Kylie pic- selfie picture where she was like, this was an accident. I kind of thought meant like she accidentally took a selfie of herself and it actually came out good. So she posted it and she was like, whoa, like this was an accident, but like, I look cute here. So some viral, some TikToker was like, Haley and Ky- Kylie are shading Selena with this post. Kylie goes on to comment and is like, this is a reach, like no drama here leave us all alone. This is really silly. And Selena commented back and was like, agreed, this is silly. I love Kylie and Kylie Cosmetics or something like that. And Haley didn't do anything, just kind of let it be. But then- also, wait, but also wasn't there the fat shaming issue that Selena talked about fat shaming? Well, that was, this is, that's very separate from here. So okay, uh, two weeks ago, Yes, fans were commenting, asking Selena why it looked like she gained weight. And she spoke out and said it was because of her lupus medication, which makes a lot of sense. No, that's very separate from this. Um, Then this video resurfaced of Haley making like a gagging face on while she was hosting a TV show. And this guy brought up Taylor Swift. And Selena commented and was like, Taylor Swift is always going to be like the best ever or something like that. And so she, um, she commented, she said, so sorry, my best friend is and continues to be one of the best in the game after this video of, of Haley, like pretending to make herself gag. So then everybody started like just coming after Haley and Kylie. They were like, Yes, Kylie and Haley definitely were making fun of Selena. <laughs> and th- like, these are mean girls. Like, end of story, end of day, like Haley and Kylie are being mean. And this is not the first time they've done things on social media. Da, 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 da. So what ends up happening is that <laughs> Selena gains like 2 million followers on TikTok. She becomes like the most followed person on TikTok. She becomes the most followed person. She already was most followed on Instagram even more. Haley and Kylie have lost a combined over a million followers. Wow. Including celebrities. Katy Perry's unfollowed them. Haley, Harry Styles unfollowed Whoa. them. Like celebs are getting involved. <laughs> so nobody's really spoken out or said anything. Interestingly, Kim Kardashian on the Kim and North like TikTok North posted a TikTok with Gracie, Selena's little sister, the other day, like making pasta. Wait, so how do they know each other? I'm like, like I'm it, like, it, it's Kim team Selena, while yeah. Kylie's over here team Haley. And also, like, what do these kids all hang out together? All and out, isn't like, Gracie? I guess Gracie's around the same age. I guess she's yeah. around. 19. And now Selena says she's like taking a break from social media and deleted her TikTok. But this was after Selena was commenting on things. Like she was kind of being like chatty on there. So like, oh, I don't know. She was also, she was trying to play down the drama and saying, no, there's nothing to see here. This is, you know, as you said, oh, I love Kylie. Nothing here, you guys. And, And telling the fans they were kind of blowing all these things up that were just coincidental. Right. But then truly like an hour later after she, after Selena commented and was like, this is silly, all unnecessary. I'm a fan of Kylie and like helped Kylie shut that down. She then commented on the picture of Haley dissing Selena or the video of Haley. So I'm kind of like, mm, Selena, like, what are you doing? Like, come on. Like the video of Haley was obviously very, very old and 
someone resurfaced it, but like, don't play into that. And so that is why I think Selena then was like, cause she deleted her social media. She was like, I'm taking a break from this social media. It's a little silly. And I'm 30 years old. I'm too old for this, but I don't know. I don't know which side I'm on actually. <laughs> I don't know if you need to take sides, Allie. True. I'm a unbiased journalist. Yes, you're, that's right. You're an unbiased mm -hmm. entertainment journalist. We're right. just, you're observing and reporting and watching and looking for the next move. But I mean, it is kind of weird because Kylie and Haley are such tight friends. Like they're really best right. friends. And I mean, Haley, of course, has this history with Selena because they both dated Justin and there was always, the fans were all, always obsessed that there was crossover um, but I mean, come on, it's years later. Like Haley, it's been married for four years now to Justin Bieber. Right. And Selena and Haley, like did that photo together where they were hugging, like squashing right. all beef, everything was good. All was well. So mm, why? Yeah. Why stir it up? Like why what's going on? Like, are they bored? Are they that bored that they have to stir like, this up? like we are in high school I, and truly like I think it would be very difficult to be in high school right now with social media like I'm sure yes. girls do do things like this and like that's terrible but like are you really making fun of her eyebrows like are why did they post weird eyebrow selfie that's weird right the 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 phone call has, I have to say that a lot of celebrities have been posting weird eyebrow photos like did Madonna post with no eyebrows? Like it's been, eyebrows have been a thing. Lately. Eyebrows are definitely a thing. Yeah. It just, the timing definitely was very suspect and then it just blew up. But it seems like everybody's like team Selena and yeah. like not, you know, they're, they're, the accusations are that Haley and Kylie are mean girls. They're bullies. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think everybody, I think that you know, a lot of uh, fans are going to react when it's at like a two on one and, yeah. you know, Selena's like, they're minding her own business, showing off her eyebrows. And then all of a sudden these girls are piling on about right. their own brows. I mean, right. it absolutely could have been coincidental because eyebrows are a thing right now, but then, yeah. you know, and also why would Haley, even if it was a while ago, why would she make a gag when it came to Taylor? Like, does that, was that all the way going back to when Kim and Kanye were having their feud with Taylor? Is it go date back well, to and that? Part? Remember, Justin and Taylor never got along. He, she hated oh, him. Oh, yes. Because of the That's right. That's right. LeBron. There's just these so multi layers like, here, multiple layers, and then all connected. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see how it plays out. Haley's limited her comments on her Instagram. Um, so people can't like accuse her of being mean anymore, I guess. Right. But and Selena's off social media for, for the time being. Off social media for the time being. So I guess we're just going to see how it plays out. I mean, these girls aren't usually likely to comment or say anything, except Selena will like jump on sometimes to be like, stop being mean. Or Justin will say like, stop being mean. But Usually they don't necessarily defend themselves. Which is probably a good idea. If you want things, if you want to tamp stuff down, the best way to stop is to stop. It's to stop. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But well, I think, you know, I mean, obviously the fans know the history and you're right to have brought up the fact that 
just that Taylor never approved of Justin and how she felt that he treated Selena. I still remember Taylor's birthday party in Soho at her Soho place where yeah. Selena was basically there crying all night because her boyfriend you know, was had abandoned her. Right. Well, and anytime, remember like when uh, several years ago, like when they were still kind of being really mean to each other, Taylor would leave the award show during Justin's yes. performances. Yeah. Yeah. And make faces. Yeah. Behind the and scenes. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess that's like a little bit what Haley was doing, you know, just everyone's wrong, I think is is the final answer that to to this, that I think everyone's wrong. Um, But somebody who is not a mean girl, who we really enjoyed having on the podcast was Sailor Brinkley Cook, daughter of Brinkley. Um, And she is in the chat that is coming up here. So guys, make sure you stay tuned and listen. She's such a dream. So sweet. And we loved talking with her. So I oh, love talking with her. And and we'd interviewed her mom, Christy Brinkley, a couple of times before and had great conversations with Christy. Yeah. And we were just so impressed with how bright and, you know, humble. Just, yeah, humble, like so well brought up. Yeah. Um, really impressed by, by Sailor and how relatable she is. Like, I think all of you are going to be kind of blown away oh, by yeah. how relatable she okay. is. She is awesome. So stay tuned for that, guys. And be sure to come back for next Tuesday because we already know our next guest and she's equally as amazing. So you're going to want to tune in. Okay. Good talking. Good talking, Allie. Everyone keep listening. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So excited for our guest today. I've chatted with her before. She is so lovely um, and she has such a fun campaign that she is promoting today. So I'm really excited to chat with her about it. Bonnie, I'll let you introduce her. Okay. I'm excited about talking with her too. And especially, um, well, listen, I, I love what she's doing. I've been following her, but of course I've been a fan of her mom for many, many <laughs> years. And so it's really exciting to have her here now to have Sailor here. <laughs> Sailor, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. Well, we're thrilled to have you. And yes, um, your mom, Christy Brinkley, has been on the podcast a couple of times. We've had wonderful time with her talking. Oh, I love that. That's great. Yeah, it's so nice to be able to meet you too. And, you know, you're just doing so fantastic in your own career. Um, You've been modeling and you've got uh, this really really fun campaign. Um, and it's based on something very iconic that involves a mustache. Do you want to <laughs> tell us about it? Yeah. I mean, this campaign is so fun. Um, each of us next generation plant-based milk drinkers um, have these 
silk next milk stashes, um, which is so fun and so cute. And it was hilarious shooting in these stashes um, and just such a fun time. So to be able to sort of pay homage in a way, but with such a new and fresh twist is so fun. And it's just been a dream come true. Now, I was looking at some behind the scenes photos, like your cute behind the scenes selfies with your little milk or plant-based milk mustaches on. How do they get them on? Like, is that actually yeah. the silk milk or what, like, what is on your face? How does it stay on? I don't know if I can give away the secret. It sort of ruins the whole, like, you know, <laughs> what is that? But yeah. it is, um, it is silk and it is plant-based. Um, but I feel like I shouldn't, I feel like I shouldn't give it away because I always wondered that yeah. about those older got milk ads, what that is. Um, and the fact that I never really knew made it interesting to me. So I'm keeping yeah. that, I'm keeping, keeping that, that up. Up. I will, I will. but it is silk and it is plant-based. <laughs> I love it. I was walking down the street the other day and I like saw a girl drinking her coffee and she had like a milk mustache and I was uh -huh. like, oh, yeah, no, that's oh. so cute. I, I love that. tell her? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> no, she, she's next. <laughs> That is a really good etiquette question. Should you tell somebody That's if they funny. have a silk or milk stash? <laughs> <laughs> now, the, now, what's interesting? You said next generation is that you're you you you're part of this campaign, but there's a um, a number of other young stars there whose parents. I take it your mom, Christy, also she was in the original Got Milk campaign and so you're there with Brooklyn Beckham you're with Ella Blue Travolta um and and a number of others and I guess their parents were also in original campaigns so that's such a cute idea next generation and you're a vegan aren't you yeah um I mean it's so cool to be a part of something that's you know celebrating plant-based mm. eating plant-based lifestyle because I have been plant-based for as long as I can remember. Um, so it's really cool to see that it's sort of becoming like trendy. And, you know, um, I live in New York city and there's so many options, you know, if you want a piece of pizza, you can get it with like a, with a cashew ricotta now instead. And like, there's so many cool creative options now for plant-based eaters. Mm -hmm. So I, it's been, always been a priority of mine to find the best plant-based products. So now that I have Silk Next Milk in my fridge, it's just like, it's the best milk. It's so delicious. It's so creamy. It makes everything better. So um, I'm I'm really happy to not only be a part of the campaign, but to have a new milk. <laughs> well, and I'm sure your followers too, like look to you for these recommendations since you have been vegan for so long. And so- yeah. I've like, I've always said that there was like, there's like this mini dream of mine to start a, a well-curated store of like plant-based foods and products. So um, I definitely am the person that's like, everyone's asking me because I also love my food. Like, I'm not going to have like right. some kind of milk that tastes like water with an almond in it. You know, like I want, right. I want something that tastes like delicious. And the Silk Next Milk is that, you know, it really is. It fulfills that, that milky craving, you know? Yeah. Plus, now, like you said, like in, oops, sorry, buddy, but like in New York City, there's so many amazing places for vegan. I mean, I'm like thinking like Spicy Moon, Bar Verde, like full restaurants. Love Spicy Moon. Yeah. I had Spicy so Moon two good. days ago. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you do the, the shoot 
um, with all of the other um, Silk Next Milk stars, like did you get to meet Brooklyn and Ella and and Shaquille Shaquille O'Neal's son is also yeah, yeah like all of his children are in it. I love. Their oh, family. really? All of his kids? <laughs> yeah, I was just showing, or at least I think I assume. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All yeah. The kids. And I was just looking at their photo. It's so cute. It has such good energy. But um, yeah, I didn't get to. I just met Ella today because we just did the Today Show together. But I didn't get to meet um, Brooklyn and I didn't get to meet the O'Neills because I was, they planned the shoot so well, like it was so well orchestrated that it was like Ella, Brooklyn, me, you know, we all had our time slots, mm. but hopefully I'll get to meet the rest of them sometime soon because they're very inspiring to me. I think they're great. They need to have a party. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, next month party. Let's go. Yeah. At Spicy Moon. Um, yeah. did, <laughs> did you study your mom's? got milk ad at all or were you like I'm gonna do my own thing and like take this as I <laughs> kind of want to I mean you know it's funny because I in whenever I model like I sort of stray away from like the smiley stuff like I'm always trying to do a more like sexy like smoldery vibe uh-huh. it's just like my natural like when I get in front of a camera it's almost like I turn into like a different person and so I started with like doing a more like smoldery type thing and I could sort of tell, I was like, they want to smile. They want to smile. <laughs> so, I, so I, you know, I smiled and they were like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, I know what you want. I know what you want. Want and you have such a beautiful smile, smile I have oh, to say. Thanks. For yeah, all of is- our listeners who are also watching this podcast, you've got such a great smile. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate Just that. like your mom. And your mom is obviously very well known for the smile. And so I feel like that's, I mean... It's yeah. funny, like with the milk mustache, it's that kind of ad. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. You know, it was like, it was, it's really cool to see them next to each other. And I don't know, I'm just really excited to be a part of something fresh and new. And, you know, the messaging behind it is, is really important to me. So I'm happy. Right. And I have to say, you know, I've been, I, I was, um, you know, I've been reading um, this really great history book. And one of the things that it talks about is how humans, you know, started out eating, foraging and eating a lot of plants and nuts and that we didn't start to be big meat eaters until really we started settling down. And it is so good for us to actually have a much more plant-based diet. Absolutely. It's not good for the cows. Like they need to be able to run and be in herds and not become dairy cows and steak cows, you know, it's, I fully agree. And my mom, I mean, my mom raised me vegetarian. So I literally like, I've never had a hamburger. I've never had a hot dog. I've never had a steak. I have never, like, I've never been a meat eater and I run three miles a day. I'm very active. I play sports. I play tennis. I, um, do Pilates. I do weightlifting. I do like, I'm so active and I've never found the need to add meat into my diet. I think that a big misconception is that you don't get all the nutrients that you need, but everything that we need is in plants. Like it just is, um, scientifically proven. So I think it's really cool that everyone's getting into it because I'm like, I've been doing this since I was like four years old. Like, (laughs) thank God some people are, you know, getting interested in it because it really is a great, cause um and eating plant-based is fun it's really like 
you get to come up with all these new recipes and get to be creative in the kitchen. And it sort of opens your mind to new foods. And I always say, eat the rainbow. That's what I try and do every day because I don't calorie count. I don't restrict myself, but I like to know that I am eating a rainbow of foods because each color has different phytonutrients. And, you know, I could go on and on. I went to nutrition school, so I'm like, obsessed oh. with this topic. but I like, you know, I think eating the rainbow and, um, I think that that should just be everyone's mantra because it's the best way to eat. <laughs> so this really is like the perfect campaign for you. Like it aligns with your brand, your model. Yeah. You, so what, I didn't even realize that you went to nutrition school. Was that just something you were interested in? Yeah. Over the pandemic, I, I, you know, I had some time, everything was so different for me pre-pandemic. Like I was doing Dancing with the Stars. I was on their tour. That's right. I remember you filled in for your mom after she heard, she hurt herself. Yeah. So um, I, I was doing their tour um, and then it everything shut down while I was on tour. Mm. And our tour was sort of like not big enough to get shut down immediately, but not small enough to be shut down immediately. So I was like touring while COVID was happening. Mm. Um, and anyway, so my life was so different, like right as it ended, as like COVID started and, you know, the world as we knew it ended. Mm. And then as we started, like I was just sort of confused and I wanted to take some like lessons and whatever I could. And I've always been really interested in nutrition and health. So I found a school online, it's called Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And it's, I recommend it to everyone. I was just, just telling my makeup artist, I was like, you should do it. It's super, I'm writing, like, I'm writing that down. <laughs> Institute for Integrative Nutrition, like they're incredible. And it basically is a school of life. I mean, it teaches you, you know, how everything that you put into your body really does obviously make a difference. And, you know, food either uh, helps you or hurts you. And it's just sort of, and it also teaches you about, I mean, I'm not going to like pitch the school to everyone right now, but <laughs> I, I could go on like hot sponsor really fun. and it, it's, it's cool. It sort of explores a lot of different, um, everything, health theories and food. And wow. Food, you know, know it, you did have kind of a school, I guess, for modeling, just growing up as the daughter of, um, Christy Brinkley, did you become interested because uh, your mom brought you on sets or you, you followed, like you saw her the incredible photography that she was involved with. Like what influenced you to decide to uh, follow in her footsteps in terms of this career? And you're doing, you know, most gorgeous photos now too, photo shoots. Yeah, I, um, I grew up going on set with her because I always found the photo side of it all interesting. Like I even to this day, like, I love the behind the scenes. Like, I love seeing a well-oiled machine just, you know, create something beautiful. And um, my mom always had the mindset of, you know, that she's just one piece of the puzzle on a set. And that's the truth. And that's, you know, she's a, she's a model, but there's also the makeup and the hair and the photographer and the lighting and the, and the DP and the video. And there, there's so many components to it. So I always went on set wanting to learn about all of that. And I went to college for photography. I studied photography all throughout high school. So I really wanted to be in photo. But then once I grew up around 15 um, is when people started being like, why aren't you modeling? And I was like, because I don't want to model. And they were like, <laughs> you should model. You should do it. You can. And I was like, no, but I don't want to. And then I sort of got like some jobs naturally. My first job was for Claire's 
you know, like the accessories brand. Yes, jewelry. Yes. Shout out to Claire. I look up as if like Claire's is Claire. Yeah, that's where I got my first <laughs> pierced earrings. I got my ears pierced at Claire's. Yeah. No, I mean, I, and that was like a massive thing for me. Like I was obsessed with Claire's. So and yeah. that sort of was a moment where I was like, okay, this is fun. And I get to work with like brands that I love. And um, I also got to learn so much more about photography on those shoots myself uh, when I started modeling. So, you know, I'd be in photo school and everyone would be teaching, uh, you know, my teacher would be teaching me about strobes, like those big lights on a, on a photo shoot. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like I've, I've seen like, you know, lots of, lots of photographers use those. Like I had sort of that leg up, which was really nice. And I obviously have gotten to meet, meet so many incredible people and work with so many incredible brands like Silk. So it's really been a joy so far. Mm -hmm. And have you, and do you have plans to expand your photography career? I know that you do like shoot, you, you do photo shoots. Yeah. I need to do it more though. Like I, I set up a shoot with my friend next week. Cause I was like, I need to add it in, but it's just tough because, you know, I live in a very small studio apartment. Welcome to New York city. And, you know, sometimes it's tough to like yes. find space or, you yeah. know, like, entirely inspired by my closet of the weather <laughs> and you know it's like yeah so it's sometimes a little tough and life gets busy but I love photography it's my first love so I would love to bring it more into my daily life for sure yeah and is your brother also still modeling because he was doing that too wasn't he no he wasn't oh he, he wasn't oh, he should though you think I look like my mom you should see my brother he really <laughs> looks like my mom like it's crazy he's beautiful Alan, Bonnie, I'm so sorry to interrupt. We're going to run out of time in just a sec. So any last minute questions or anything you want to chat about and then we can wrap up real quick. Well, what I just want to know, like, what can we look forward to next? Like you've got this fabulous silk next milk and everyone's got to check out your stash and check out silk next milk. But what's next for you career-wise? Do you see, or where do you, what next step do you see yourself taking? You know, I was just talking about this to Ella, um, Ella Travolta, and I was, you know, she was saying that, you know, she's acted and she's sung and she's done all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I've sort of had that kind of career too, where I've just explored with different things. And I used to be stressed thinking I needed to either be a model or I needed to be a photographer or I needed to, you know, have all of these little areas. And now I'm working as a creative director for a brand that I love I'm modeling when I can I'm doing photography I want to do everything that I possibly can and have my foot in every area of life because that's what fills me up most is having that variety and I'm really grateful that I can have that variety and I can explore with my careers and passions so I have a couple of things in the works that I can't tell you guys about now but um it's really exciting. And I, I was just saying this on the Today Show that 2023 is our Jordan year. Love. Please, um, spread that around. That's something I'm trying to trend. Uh, <laughs> and anyways, so Michael Jordan is the goat. I'm trying to have my goat year. So that's, that's that. It's and gorgeous. you're going, you're single name, sailor, not sailor, like usher, sailor, <laughs> like usher and like pink and like pink. <laughs> Jordan year. Got it. Come back to us when you have, when you can, when you can break some more news. When I'm Michael Jordan. When you are Michael Jordan. Yes, <laughs> please. No, when you, when you can tell us more about your projects, do come back. We'd love to talk to you again. And can our audience all find Silk Next Milk on the store shelves right now? Like Pretty much everywhere. 
and I would definitely try it. It's the most delicious. So amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. So good. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was so great to talk. Yeah. Bye guys. Everything. Bye. Bye.